0: On this prequel episode, we've got our scary stories follow-up polls, and we're previewing The Chronicles of Narnia, Prince Caspian. Well, welcome back to this film is lit podcast where we talk about movies that are based on books. Uh, we have a live, a pretty short uh, prequel episode this week. We now have no learning things segment. Um, you can go back if you're new to the podcast. We did the original, or the first uh, Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Mm-hmm. A, while, a year ago.
1: More than that.
0: Two years ago. Quite a while ago. Yeah. Um, so you can go back and listen to that. I think there was a prequel episode for that. I think. Maybe we were doing
1: um, that. Yes, but we weren't doing learning things Okay.
0: Yet. Well, you can go listen to that prequel and listen to that episode to get yourself, if you want more, uh, this film is like content this week. Um, but this week we do have a quick follow-up poll segment for Scary Stories. Didn't get a lot of feedback, but we got a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we have our uh, book and movie facts for Prince Caspian. But first, let's do our polls.
1: Yeah, so this is going to be a pretty quick segment. We didn't get a lot of feedback on this poll. Um, I thought we would get more. people were excited
0: about Yeah, this.
1: people seemed like they were excited about it. Um, we we got a lot of listeners. The yeah. episode's doing fine. Yeah. Like, it's... Um, we didn't get any comments on Facebook, mm-hmm. but the book did win the poll, mm-hmm. um, uh, over on Twitter, the poll, uh, the book also went out over there. Yeah. Unanimously on, on both sources. Um, I mean, we only had one vote on Facebook, so maybe it's a little disingenuous to yeah. say that, but nobody voted for the movie yeah. on either of our polls. Um, also on Twitter, uh, Peter Parker is lit um, at Marvel DC fanboy. One of our biggest fans mm-hmm. um, commented uh, to say that why he loves the book more is more than the movie is the nostalgia factor. That's fair. Um, yeah, fair no, that's totally fair. And I, I think that's... You know, with any kind of property that is kind of universally beloved yeah. from people's childhoods, um, it's going to be hard for a movie to measure up. Mm-hmm. Um, we also had a comment over on Instagram. Um, we don't run polls on Instagram no. because they don't have a, a, poll a, feature. a feature for that yet. Yeah, I'm sure, they uh, I'm they sure they're working of, on it. They
0: kind of do if with stories. <laughs>
1: But yeah, but I don't. But know I, don't how it works. I don't like the stories feature because I'm too old and I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah, but you can kind of do polls <laughs> and stories, kind of. Yeah. Um. So on Instagram, uh we had another podcast. um Dustin and Katie can read. Is
0: that the name of the podcast? Or yeah, is that I Instagram think so. Handle. Yeah, I think you're um, right. I think you're
1: right. Another Katie. Yeah, another. How one. dare another one? Um, and they said uh the movie is more of an homage to the book. Um, for those who grew up with it and were creeped out, I don't think the movie was ever intended to be truly frightening since it's somewhat aimed at school-age viewers, Yeah, um, which we did talk about yeah. in our episode. Um, we talked quite a bit about who the intended audience for yeah. this was supposed to be, because at least I felt like it got a little garbled along the yeah, way. Yeah, we both thought it, it yeah. felt
0: like they had a little bit of a mixed idea of who they're Mm -hmm. trying to make the movie for and it definitely feels like it's going for younger kids because it's not like an r or it's not like super scary but also we're a little confused about like but the people who are nostalgic for this and who read this are you know older people like people in their 30s and stuff so like and then
1: like the time period of the uh yeah it's like the 60s completely the sixties nostalgia
0: was like well who's that appealing to really like it was a little strange but um yeah yeah no similar points to what to what we kind of thought about it cool alright that was our follow up stuff on scary stories now let's go and talk about Prince Caspian the book
1: I don't remember any ruins in Narnia I wonder who lived here I think we did I think it's time we found out what went on here. Who are you? I am Prince Gaspian. All right, so Prince Caspian is a high fantasy novel for children by A1CS Lewis. Um, it was published in 1951 and originally published as Prince Caspian colon subtitle The Return to Narnia. Very dramatic. There you go. Um, I don't know if maybe he was trying to scoot in on that like Return of the King, it's possible. Lord of the Rings thing. But anyway, um, so this was the second published, yeah. of the seven no- novels that are in the Chronicles of Narnia. Um, and Lewis actually finished writing it in 1949 before The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe was officially out on the market. Um, it's, uh, so. It was the second one published, but within the internal chronology of the book series it's actually volume four yeah um so any recent sets of the chronicles of narnia that you might pick up are going to list that as volume four but it was actually the second book that he wrote and published interesting in this okay. um series of uh, you know similar to like a star wars where like yeah. episodes one two and three came out after yeah. well, this one's kind of has six, a couple in but, the middle which is weird yeah uh, but like strange. the yeah yeah, it's kind of an odd. To me, I it almost know. seems
0: like he wrote a, the second one, or he wrote this one, and then decided, "Oh, I'd rather go back and tell some stories in between." Yeah, and did that.
1: Yeah,
0: as opposed to like having a plan, like, "Okay, I'm going to write this one, and then I'm going to go back and tell two and three.
1: I think, like, is I, what suspect, it feels like maybe, I suspect, I yeah. suspect what happened was like he invented this world, and he just really liked playing in it, um, yeah. and then well kind of talk about it after we watch the movie um, and read the book, but he kind of boxed himself in yeah. with, with his main characters. Uh, okay. Um, so, you know, maybe following this, he was like, well, maybe I'll go back and I'll yeah. like tell some other stuff that happened before yeah, the four main kids got there.
0: Yeah. Well, doesn't this, uh, the only thing I read is, that doesn't this story take place like 1,300 years after? Yes. In Narnia? Oh, yes. sorry, I don't know if I... Oh, that is actually my next very note. next point.
1: Um, this novel... Predominantly about a return to Narnia um, by the four, um, and I'm going to mispronounce this because I never remember how to say it. Um,
0: Pevensey. 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 Children.
1: Um, So uh, Peter, Edmund, Susan, and Lucy, Mm -hmm. who uh, are our main characters in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. They come back to Narnia. Only about a year has passed for them in England, but it's been. 1300 years yeah. in Narnia. So we have a big time jump when they get back there. Uh, some of the major themes of the story are courage, chivalry, um, pretty standard stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and as Lewis himself said in a letter, uh, the restoration of the true religion after a corruption. Mm-hmm. So we talked a little bit about C.S. Lewis um, yeah. in our our uh, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe prequel. So we know that he was a religious type yes. fella.
0: Yes, and these are uh, slightly allegorical.
1: Yes, at times. Although he would have said no, no. not allegorical. But, but we're going to take issue with that. <laughs> they are definitely, at least, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe is definitely an allegory.
0: I think we were talking about do I think we did do the learning things segment, or maybe we just talked about it because I remember talking I went about this back before. And, I the didn't Chronicles listen of to it,
1: but I looked at our notes. And we weren't doing an official segment, oh, okay. but we did talk a lot about C.S. Lewis and okay. a little bit about, like, an allegory and what yeah. is an allegory. Because so, I remember
0: discussing that in the prequel episode. Yeah. But I guess it, it was kind
1: of like a official. learning things before we were before doing we learning things. Do okay. Yeah,
0: Cool.
1: Um, another interesting thing about this, um, as some scholars have noted, is uh, the Telmarine... I probably am saying that wrong, too, because I really have no idea. It looks like Talmarine The Talmarine yeah. conquest of Narnia, as it is depicted in the books, is um, in a lot of ways similar to the historical Norman conquest of England. Um, there's not really a precise parallel in English history to the events of this book, but like the end result where the old Spoilers. Narnians... Oh, spoiler! God sorry. Uh, the end result is similar <laughs> to the historical process okay. um, that happened with the Saxons and the Normans okay. um, in England a okay. long, long time ago.
0: Where are the Normans from? Normandy. So French. Interesting. We'll yeah. we'll get back to that a little bit. In my yeah, thoughts. we'll
1: we'll get back to that, um, and I'm sure we'll probably talk a little bit more about that yep. in the episode. Um, So in addition to the 2008 movie that we're going to be comparing this book to, uh, the book has also been adapted for the stage. And it has been adapted as a two-episode BBC special, along with The Voyage of the Dawn Treader in 1989. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Voyage of the Dawn Treader, which we'll get to at some point, because it is my favorite Narnia book.
0: And it's the last movie that they made. Yes,
1: it's the last movie that they made. I've heard rumor that they're going to be making more Obviously not with the right. original actors because they're not kids they're anymore. All like in their 20s yeah, and 30s. Um, but I did I did hear rumor that they might be revisiting the that wouldn't Narnia surprise me. Series, yeah, it
0: wouldn't surprise me if we just get a remake. Yeah, it, I'm, I mean, I'm
1: sure it would just be a remake because
0: like the first one was pretty successful, but the rest of them didn't. do Yeah, it great. didn't
1: didn't do super. Yeah. Not not too hot.
0: And and even the first one, while it was I think critically mad and uh, it made money, I don't think like people didn't like love it. Like in the same way of like, the Lord of the Rings. Right, no, it it
1: did not garner that same kind of audience. Yeah, or even
0: like the Harry Potter. And
1: and you know, I I think it is ripe for a remake. I think there's a lot to work with with this series. And it could be really interesting if it's done right. Cool.
0: All right, that was it for Book Facts. Let's go ahead and talk about the movie.
1: You may find Narnia a more savage place than you remember. Let you know is about to change.
0: Prince Caspian was a 2008 film written and directed by Andrew Adamson, who uh, directed and wrote the first film. Uh, He co-wrote the films, uh, but he directed and wrote the first film. He also directed Shrek and Shrek 2, and he wrote some of the later Shrek movies. I didn't realize that either. I don't know how we missed that earlier, because I think we had done Shrek already.
1: Yeah, Patently? we did. We did do Shrek. I don't remember if we did it before or after. We so did it's
0: possible that if we did it after that. Yeah. It just I just yeah. I don't
1: remember talking about the director at all. But no. I think that's because we just talked. He's about also not Jeffrey Katzenberg and his terrifying teeth. Right. A lot.
0: Yeah, uh, and and he doesn't done much other than the Shrek franchise and mm-hmm. this franchise. He hasn't mm-hmm. done a lot in terms of like big directing things. Uh, he's done some other stuff. He's 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 rumored to be or announced as directing the Curious George film that's being mm-hmm. made. Because he's like in animation and like mm-hmm. he works in like that a lot. So
1: um, he's carved was, out a very specific yeah. niche for himself. Yeah. Uh,
0: kind of like kids' movies. <laughs> yeah. Heavy in animation or CG type of things. Um, screenplay for the film uh, was started. And like you said earlier, that uh, uh, C.S. Lewis finished the script for this before the first movie or the first book came out, mm-hmm. uh, Lion Witch and the Wardrobe. The screenplay for this film was started before Lion Witch and the Wardrobe came out. And the main reason they did that for the film was because they wanted to be able to produce it right away so that the uh, the kids, like Harry Potter or whatever, mm-hmm. the kids didn't age a ton between that's fair. the different films. Although this did come out three years later. so
1: I understand that. That's got to be brutal for kid actors. yeah. Though. yeah. Like, geez. Theirs leaves. wasn't as
0: bad as like Harry Potter. Yeah. Harry Potter was like nonstop. They'd yeah, get like a mo- couple months off. This There was three years in between these two, so they probably had a year off roughly, to, mm-hmm. you know, maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Jordi Shell was the creature designer uh, who has made an appearance on uh, Face Off before, if nice. you're a Face Off fan. And Howard Berger was a special effects makeup designer who's also been on Face Off before, uh, which is a sci-fi original TV show. Yeah, not the movie with John Travolta, the <laughs> sci-fi original TV show that we both like a lot. It's a competitive makeup TV show, yeah. kind of like... Any of the year. Um,
1: it's no longer on the air, but no. it was it ran for like thirteen. There's like thirteen seasons. seasons. So there's plenty uh, to like,
0: watch. like your Project Runway, or, or um, what's it the is a dis- Project Runway format. Yeah, yeah, where they have thing. like one challenges. person goes home every week, and yeah. yeah, that sort of thing. But it's for special effects, movie makeup, and both of these people were like guest judges or something like that. Um, they're kind of legends in their field. Jordy Shell, I know specifically, or no, Howard Berger now is working on. Um, I saw a picture of him working on the makeup for uh, the Orville. Uh, He's worked on tons of stuff, but Mm -hmm. that's one of the things he's currently working on. Uh, The production designer, Rod, uh, sorry, uh, last one on that one, is that according to Berger, uh, 4,600 makeup jobs were performed for this film, which he thinks is probably a record for the most makeups ever in a film. Um, Production designer Roger Ford originally wanted to tell Marines to be French.
1: Which as would they, make sense. As they had a
0: confrontational history with the English, uh, and that's the the Pevensey's are sort mm-hmm. of the English family. Um, yeah, and that was the original idea. Uh, they scrapped that, though, because they weren't able to shoot at a French castle that they wanted to shoot at. That was going to be like the villain's
1: uh, castle. Like his lair.
0: Yeah, but they weren't able to shoot there, uh, so they went decided to go Spanish instead and took everything into like a Spanish Interesting. feel. Interesting. Um, And they also incorporated eagle emblems into the uh, armor and stuff of the uh, Telmarines to make them feel more fashy Mm. because eagles are super fashy. (laughs) Uh, This now begins the INDB trivia section, which means take these as you will. There's only a few of them, but who knows how real they are uh anna popplewell who is susan plays mm-hmm. susan in the movies she was disappointed apparently that in the first movie she didn't get to use her bow very much because she has a bow and that's like her yeah. character's thing but she didn't really use it much and she told the director and he she was upset about it and so they altered this film script to add more scenes of her using the bow well,
1: that's supposedly. nice
0: yeah uh, tilda swinton reprises her role as the white witch which I don't remember what happened at the end. I truly don't remember how the first one ended. I might have to like go like do a quick recap. quick oh, notes of how that movie <laughs> ended. Because I was like, didn't she die? I don't remember. Um, she probably to rolls the White Witch. It could be a flashback or whatever. Uh, she also makes a short cameo as a centaur. Which I want to look out for that. Because yeah. I want to see Tilda Swinton as a centaur.
1: You know what? That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Somehow that feels right. Tilda Swinton as a centaur. That's perfect sense. Yeah.
0: Perfect sense. Uh, ben Barnes plays Prince Caspian. Uh, people may know Ben Barnes. He's been in a fair number of things. The thing I recognized him most for him is he's the former best friend turned villain. That's a slight spoiler, maybe uh, in the Punisher TV series on Netflix. So if you're watching the Punisher series, the the guy who's like.
1: Wait, did I watch this? Yeah, season? we watched The Punisher. Oh, I don't sure. remember. It's only we've only it it's only been all. one season
0: of it. I think <laughs> there might be a second season now, but we only watched the first season. Um, but he's in. He's like his friend, who's like a security contractor and like oh. owns his own security company. God, I
1: don't remember that, that at guy.
0: All. Uh, which I think is interesting in retrospect. Thinking about that, he become he be, he's like this character in the Marvel uh, mm-hmm. TV universe because and but he he his like big breakout role was playing a prince in. Um like a dashing prince yeah. in a a fantasy movie because Daredevil, the act Charlie Cox who plays Daredevil uh-huh. uh, is was uh, in Stardust was the
1: Well actually, you know, who else was in Stardust very briefly? Ben Barnes. Oh, was he? He is the younger version of the dad at the very beginning. Oh, you're who right. Who crosses the wall. You're right. Gets interesting. Down there must be some the, connection there name? that
0: I didn't suss out between these mm-hmm. things of like somehow. I don't know. It's interesting. Um, but anyways.
1: Well, I don't. Well, this that, is that Disney. Yeah, so. this is Disney. And Marvel is Disney now. now I don't know. But I don't I'm, think yeah. Stardust has any connection yeah, to Disney. I, I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways.
0: Um. Uh, so, uh, Ben Barnes, uh, who plays Caspian, he apparently, according to IMDb, patterned his Spanish accent, because he's not Spanish, on Mandy Patinkin's Inigo Montoya accent in this mm. <laughs> The Princess Bride. So that's interesting. Yeah. I want to see how much that sounds similar, or how similar that sounds. Um, during filming, Georgia Henley, Georgie Henley, uh, who plays Lucy, the youngest... The sister uh, Lost two of her baby teeth And they had to make a bridge To fill the gaps In her mouth So that she just had The the same teeth The whole movie So it wasn't distracting And final fun fact Andrew Garfield uh, The once The late great (laughs) Spider-Man Once in former Spider-Man. Spider-Man
1: no one remembers. Spider, the
0: middle Spider-Man uh, <laughs> from the Amazing Spider-Man movies, which the first one of those is pretty good. The second one I, I never saw, but I heard wasn't good. First one I thought was fine.
1: I never saw any of first them. First one
0: of those, the first Amazing Spider-Man, it's not great, but it's fine. Um... Uh, he you auditioned heard it here, folks. Uh, it's fine,
1: it's <laughs> totally fine.
0: Uh, he auditioned for the role of Prince Caspian. Hmm. So interesting. Uh, didn't get it, obviously. But... He
1: would not have looked very Spanish. I feel like
0: I don't feel like Ben Barnes looks particularly Spanish. I either. guess that's uh, fair. I, yeah. think, I, I think, honestly, think that Andrew Garfield looks about as Spanish as Ben <laughs> Barnes does. They both have dark hair that's and, fair. like, you know. I don't
1: know. i hey, Andrew Garfield. I don't know. I don't know if he would have looked appropriately period enough
0: yeah maybe not maybe uh, that's
1: why he didn't get the role maybe
0: not but I think I don't know what you're thinking of him in because like I, I, he was supposedly really good in uh, he's been in a couple period pieces he was in a Scorsese film that, as a as like a Catholic priest in oh, it was like this big thing but yeah it was like him and somebody else Um, and he, it was like a period piece from like the fifth 40 I don't know I think it was around like World War 2 but um or after World War 2 anyways I think it's called Silence or something um he might have been able to do it, anyways. But that, that—that's that. That's that's all the facts I had. Uh, he didn't get the role. Ben Barnes did. So, so yeah, that's it. Um, I've never seen. I have only ever. I had only ever seen the first one. I mm-hmm. saw the first one before we did it for the show. Rewatched it. Uh, had similar feelings of meh. Fine. It's okay. Doesn't hold a candle to like Lord of the Rings or mm. you know anything. Yeah. Um, but it it was fine. Uh This one's I uh, these these two. Well, this one specifically, and the next one, I think, were both less well received than the first one, even.
1: Yeah, but I could be wrong. I saw this one in theaters. Like my oh, mom, remember liking my mom it took less or
0: more than me and my one? siblings
1: to see it, and I I don't remember a ton about it, but I feel like I recall thinking that it was not a great adaptation. Okay. So. All
0: right. Yeah, I don't know. Um, they they originally and one of the other facts I didn't put in here said that at one point they considered combining the Voyage of the Dawn Treader and this one together. That would
1: have made sense. W- that's that would what have made the, sense.
0: Yeah, like you said, that's kind of what the, like the the TV BBC special special did. did which is what yeah,
1: because um, uh, Prince Caspian is in Voyage of yeah. the Dawn Treader. Um.
0: But they considered combining them, but then ultimately decided against it and yeah. just made it a separate movie. So
1: I mean, gotta make that money, yeah, honey. Yeah, we'll see.
0: I uh, don't we'll see I'm interested to see If it's any good Maybe I'll maybe it'll surprise me I'll actually like it Because it's got pirates Right Aren't they kind of It's not pirates But they're kind of pirate They're kind of piratey. They're, pirate-y. they're in pirate-inspired Which is one of the reasons They went Spanish apparently Was yeah. because of the Like sort of vaguely pirate ness yeah. Of the Telmarines. They yeah. went They're like Spanish pirates That's a thing Let's do that So uh, Yeah Alright cool uh, That's in one week uh, We gotta figure out Where we're gonna watch this we'll do Yeah in library or something. Probably See if you can find us somewhere streaming and come back in one week. And until that time, guys, gals, non-binary, and everybody else, keep reading books, keep watching movies, and and keep keep being awesome. awesome.